Hello, and welcome everyone to the For the Geeks Gamecast for Thursday, September 8th, 2022. I am your host, Prince of All Saiyans, Chris Seeger. My guest with me today is one of my best friends, Ryan Wajaya. We also have my cousin as the producer for today, and his camera's off because he's busy doing that. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got an amazing show for you today. Today's topic is my personal favorite, MMO. RPGs, or Memorpurgers, as I like to call them. But first, as it is tradition for new guests, Ryan, what is your favorite game of all time? What the fuck? Okay. Um... Wow, we just, we just jumped right into this. Huh? We didn't even like say, hi, how are you? But how's it going? No. Yeah, yeah he right? Just, he, okay. say, he just jumped right into the episode. Yeah, I know. Well, well I'm doing, I'm doing fine. You guys I'm already doing... said that beforehand. Hi, I'm everyone. doing fine. Yeah. Uh, favorite game. I think I would go with Super Mario World. Ooh. The first oh, one. Oh, classic why is it? title. Yeah, Super Mario World. That's the my favorite of all time. Okay. Why is it your favorite? What's so good yeah, about? Oh, it? you want to? You also want to know why? It, yeah. yeah I mean, you, give me some reason. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think it has more to do with sentimental value, also, because I used to play a lot with my dad. So he oh. would play with me, and I would play. He would just, I would just watch him play, and he would just watch me play, and then we would do that until like, till I was like seven. Since I was, so we've been playing that since we were two. I was two, and then we would play it till like I was seven. He would come work, play with me, and you know, so on. So it's a lot more. It's it's still it's a good game, but it also has a lot of sentimental value to me. So that's why it's like my favorite so far. Nice. Yeah, that, that's, that's a very it. good. That's a very good choice. I actually, to be completely honest, have a similar thing because I also played Super Mario World with my dad. He would sit next to me and we would play it on this tiny tube television back, back, way tube. back when. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah, were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super big. The cathode. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, and the VGA cables. It's RCA cables, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible. But yeah, I, I totally understand. The sentimental value that was that's an amazing game and i always love playing it so yeah, very it's good choice game. it's the it's, i think it's one of the first games you get to play with mario and yoshi besides well besides yoshi i don't know but like you know yeah you besides color, yoshi, just mario yeah the different color koopa gives you different power-ups like it's mm -hmm. one of the few games for a platformer that gives you like power-ups too i think you know yeah with and like, it also with, I with think... a mount you get a mount yeah you, you get a mount <laughs> <laughs> i think it's also the first one that did um shortcuts because you could take star road yeah, to the star very Roads. end which yeah, i usually yeah. did all the time well yeah. technically the first mario game had shortcuts too so they did yeah like the and little you if you jump you the pow game skip. No, no. so oh you're talking about that mario one World. okay you are wrong the mario game i was talking about was a game with pow blocks and you had to defeat waves of enemies the one john is talking about is super mario brothers from 1985 Mario Brothers was released in 1983. Try again. Yeah, because okay. on the underground level, right, you go behind the little stage. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Take the top hats and you jump straight to World War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. I'm impressed more that you played Super Mario World as a two-year-old. <laughs> yeah, Me? I didn't play it at that yeah. age. <laughs> oh, no, because I got the uh, Super Nintendo. My dad got it when I was one. And we would play a lot of game, and that's one of the few ones. So we would he bought that along with the did, did you have those thick book that shows like all the level layout? Oh for yeah, Super Mario. Yes. Yeah. So he bought that also. So I would look through it. It was a really nice book. 
That's cool. Yeah. That's just impressive. I, I think I played, well, I played, first I played the, the NES, so I just had Duck Hunt and the first uh, yeah, yeah. Mario game, and then I they sold that, unfortunately, to buy the Super Nintendo, and that's when I was able to play uh, Super Mario mm. World. I was at, like, age six or something, but yeah, mm. great game. Yeah, so that but, my first console was, yeah, this NES, and I've been playing gaming it since, playing it since two, I guess. Did you? I don't remember. Did you buy the the SNES Classic or no? No. Okay, I bought yeah. it. I played it for like a week, and I haven't used it. <laughs> like that's, the game is so limited in there. Yeah. Plus, like you can you can emulate now on your computer. So yeah, and the Switch allows you to play like a lot of SNES oh, and yeah, NES yeah. games now. That's right. So, that's for, See that that's one reason for me to still consider buying that because it you can play old games on it. That's yeah that's probably and, the only reason why. <laughs> you can play it all, you can play it online with other people too with your friends yeah so you can play like let's say it's even if it's a single player you can your friend can have like this fucking arrow hand just going around the screen telling you where to go and shit like that well that's cool i didn't know yeah. that okay well thanks for letting us Nintendo, know there's a reason nintendo what? is still in business hey asshole i am talking shut up yeah yeah well Thanks for letting us know what your favorite game is. Now, with that, we got that out of the way. I need to actually go into some breaking news. Now, for those of you listeners or viewers that don't know, some really unfortunate news happened with the MMO community this week. Two things happened. The first of which was this game called Elyon. It got shut down. Originally called Ascent Infinite Realm. I forgot, it had a different name before, Project uh, Air, maybe it was Project Air, I'm not entirely sure, I can't find that name anywhere, but made by Bluehole Studios, the company that did PUBG, but it's a different division, and Cacao, Cacao, no, Cacao is a Black Desert, Um, but both of those teams worked on Elyon, and I remember playing the beta a year ago. I was really excited. I paid $40 for the pre-order. I got into the beta. It was utterly terrible. It was like a combination of Terra, BDO, and some other game. And I'm like, this was a waste of $40. And Steam doesn't do refunds on pre-orders. So that was unfortunate. But it does suck to see a game that, I guess, had a lot of hype behind it shut down after only being out for a year. It's only being shut down in North America and Europe. So I think they're going to keep the Asian servers alive because they play it a lot because they'll just swipe for end game stuff, which is what they do over there. That's that's their culture is pay to win and they like it. But it it had to me, it had uh, the only unique thing was the graphics and the dynamic combat. It was very it was similar to BDO. But I just like it because we need more games with dynamic combat because tab target is old and I prefer being able to turn my mouse and have the camera turn as well for combat. So that's the first unfortunate thing. Well, even even tied to that, Terra got shut down earlier this year, which I remember I used to play that with Ryan here. And uh, we actually had an argument, and that's why we both quit. But because I was stupid. <laughs> but we both used to play Terra, and that was a fun game. And that also sucks that they shut down this year as well. So I think it was this year. So It was this year, yeah. Yeah, that that was unfortunate. That was a really fun and very pretty game. I tried going back to it several times. I couldn't get into it. 
because I didn't know anyone playing it and it was just completely foreign. But those were that was a really good game to have played in the past. And it's 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 a shame that Blue Hole also shut that one down. So Blue Hole shut down, had two MMOs shut down this year. And I don't know what the future is with, you know, MMOs with that company. Maybe they'll just stick to PUBG and Battle Royale stuff. Um, but and then the other news is Amazon drops the Lord of the Rings MMORPG, which really disappointed me. But after le- learning about Rings of Power and what they did, it doesn't really surprise me that that happened, considering they don't own all the rights like the Embracer Group does. Because um, the Embracer Group, as my cousin mentioned to me this week, they are pretty—they're acting very ambitious, and they want to. They threw out a lot of project ideas, and they started talking about making you know, new games and possibly some spin-off movies, like you know, uh, Aragorn movie or a, or a Gandalf movie, which would be cool. But I would love them to make a Lord of the Rings MMO because, as much as I love Lord of the Rings Online, it's dated. It's about as dated as like as World of Warcraft. Not as old, but I'd like to see a Lord of the Rings MMO in Unreal Engine 5, you know? So it's that that really sucks because I was really looking forward to it. But Amazon also needs to learn how to make a proper MMO, considering New World was a failure because it was just to me it's a failure because all it is is just a grind fest, and everyone I know who played that game ended up quitting anyway because it was completely boring and they couldn't fix the bugs. They were too ambitious with that game, in my opinion. But that's that's the breaking news out of the way. Now I can focus on the other stuff I have just, for you, Ryan. Just to add something there. Go ahead. Or New World. Just for the yes. people who are going to be hardcore number crunchers. The mm-hmm. It wasn't just due to certain things that people don't like about the game, which per se. There was a mm-hmm. literal concurrent drop. This <laughs> game started with oh, about... Yeah an average of 410,000 players in October of last year, and not moving more than one month forward, they dropped over 50-60% of it down to 155,000. Following another 50% drop, and recently, in the last few months, it's only been about 17,000 players playing every day, so that's a big drop on your first month of game. Yeah. 17,000 is like, it's normal for games that have been out for several years. Um that those are those like me if i went to star wars the old republic or lord of the rings online i'd probably see those numbers there or maybe maybe black no not black desert but specifically those two games and a couple others i i know so yeah that is a very bad decline in player numbers but what happened and those are just no i'm just saying those are just the averages like the all-time yeah in october was nine hundred thirteen thousand. i thought it was a million so this is just fake news then i hate the internet Almost. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they broke a million. There were articles about it, unless those were wrong. This is according um, to the actual Steam charts. So I, this is. I, I don't know if they can play through the Amazon app as well, just because I've never played the game. But I've never played just it either. Through, just through <laughs> Steam's concurrent players alone, it, its peak was at 913. So just add on whatever, whoever else was playing through the actual Amazon launcher. To yeah. You, so it'll de- it probably definitely broke that. Yeah. That, that, that was all I wanted to add. Okay. Well, my first question, besides what your favorite game is, Ryan, mm-hmm. what to you, what makes a game an MMORPG? And I ask this question because there are a lot of companies that throw the word MMORPG to games and they don't qualify as it. For example, Fantasy Star Online 2. People can say it's an MMO, but you and I both know it's not because of the fact that 
if you can't go out in the world and see thousands of people, it's not an MMO. Like, technically, yeah. the first Guild Wars is not an MMO. It's a hub-based game. Yeah, like, of course, if you want to make an MMO, it has to be, like, open world, right? You want yes. to be able to see everybody. Dudes, like, someone can just, like, you could be killing one fucking crab, and 20 people could be hitting it and steal all your experience. That's an MMO. Yeah. Right? So, you, of course, you have to have a lot of, like, open world interaction. You can just kill still. Well, it's, you know, frowned upon, but you shouldn't, and you shouldn't, but you can kill still someone's enemies or mobs. And then, you know, there has to be, like, some kind of trading, too. That's, like, a lot of games, you know, they would have MMO, like, uh, just, like, valuable drops or whatever, but they don't allow trading. Like, mm. for example... Not, not for example, okay, BDO is like a pretty terrible one, but right, you know, right. it's regulated trading, right? It's not, there's no free market. It sucks. Nope. They they regulate how much a, a valuable cost, which, which is annoying. So you have to bid, you know, it's just based on how fast you can click it at that point. Yeah. And then, I don't know, it's just the fact, like, okay, here, bear with me, but like the, one of the first game, well, one of my favorite MMO of all time, well, not of all time, but the one I I always was able to go back to was called Ragnarok Online. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I I was so into it because it's open world, right? Basically, think of it like if it was Dark Souls, but an MMO in two D setting. <laughs> There's no tutorial; they just drop you in as a novice. Basically, starting you start as a novice, as your starting class. They just drop you up in the middle. And he asks, you tell them, okay, and you tell the NPC, what, what class do you think you want to be? And then they drop, they drop you off in this, like, starting city. It could be in a desert, it could be in a city, it could be, like, any, it could be anywhere in the forest, based on what you want it to be. And then that's it. You just go out, do whatever you need to do to get to that class, and you, up, you know, gear up. There's really no guide. You just go, you can talk to NPC, they tell you what to do, they tell you what they know. Uh, you can buy potion from them. But that's it. You just you're free to explore. If you die, you die. You respawn in town. It's like yeah. a lot of games now, an MMO, right? They don't they don't let you explore. You you, have, no. you follow like a like you follow like a straight line, like a guided storyline. Yeah. Right? And then you reach, you level up as you do quests. You reach a new city, you do quests, you level up, you reach a new city again, and so on. Yeah. But in Ragnarok, even, even the game I played before Ragnarok, it's called Nexus. It's called Nexus, Kingdom of, Kingdom of the Wind. It was one of the very first MMORPG released in Korea. And that's the same thing. They just drop you off. You, you do a quest randomly just by talking to NPC and tell you what to do. And you start, suddenly you learn how to become a mage or a warrior or whatever, a rogue. And you just explore wherever you want to go. And if you die, you die, you respawn. You lose your stuff. You lose experience, whatever. Yeah. But that's it. So that's what I really like want to see what i think what i would consider an mmo less hand holding and more exploration. yeah i totally just... agree with you on that because even even in bdo there's some hand holding but they actually have level uh you know experience perks for exploration you know you climb a fucking mm -hmm. mountain you get to this 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 viewpoint or whatever and it unlocks and you get like a small boost of experience like if you don't too, isn't it um yeah actually yeah they actually push that in guild wars 2 yeah. uh when you get to the uh the vistas that's what they're called yeah um and you're highly encouraged to explore in that game as well so yeah i totally agree 
that more games need the exploration thing because you'll even for example arc age if you take your glider and you start gliding you can find out of bounds areas that people will just you know plant a forest i i remember one time i was gliding in that game and i found like 50 trees just sitting outside of the border of the map and i chopped them all down and you know i went to jail for it because i stole their trees but you won't get that in a game that prohibits exploration you know i found that just completely random so Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree but um but that you said so Ragnarok wasn't your favorite MMO. What is your favorite MMO of all time? Well, it was, Ragnarok I would consider was one of my favorite because I I kept coming back to it. Like I I look for a private <laughs> server, like I look for a private server that's like very well regulated. It already shut down, but it was very well regu- regulated, mm. and you know like it, it keeps a lot of the classic stuff. But in terms of like favorite MMO, you know what I probably would go with. You know, Friday Ragnarok at this point, but I have never gone back and played an MMO as long as that. You know, of course, FF14 is the one I'm still playing now, but even then, it has its flaws. True. It's great, but there's flaws here and there. Yeah. Okay. I, it, I, yeah, you love Ragnarok so much that you even played the mobile version on your computer. I remember I, I came yeah. over to your house. And you had an auto clicker going while we were just hanging out. I had a macro going. That was hilarious. I basically, I was basically yeah. botting. I was basically botting. I actually, when I played it in Indonesia, because I played the Indonesian version, I got banned twice for botting. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I was botting. See, I've never done that. I was botting in the test server because they had triple experience field drop, but it, it got in. They keep saying test server gets resets, but it never, it never did. Mm. And I was botting in the main server, and that's how because it was like you have to pay a monthly subscription to play to play it. So oh. I was botting. I got money in the game. I used it to buy game voucher. So basically, mm. I was buying. I was doing like MRT, I guess, but I'm using my own gold to buy huh. game time, and it's illegal. But I was like fucking thirteen. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> oh yeah, you don't give a shit at that age. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone what? Banning me? Everyone remembers the days of LimeWire. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, Kaza. I even fucking, uh, I even fucking hacked in Counter Strike 1.6, and I got banned because no, I wasn't I, paying attention. All right, yeah. I saw on your Steam. You, you <laughs> it's had still the there. Way. It's still there. It's permanently there. Eh? I didn't it's give 1. a shit. It's it's 1.6. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's not Source or CS:GO. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I was yeah, like 17. Was... One would say 1.6 is closer to the preferred version sometimes. It it's is. still fun to play. It it's is. very hard. I prefer that over... Well, CSGO is really close. It just like has you know better graphics and uh, improved gameplay, but I still like 1.6. It's better yeah, than 1.5, like 1. that's 6. for sure. Might as well just I like 1.6. I can't because for some reason my computer doesn't like it. Like I tried to install it. Uh, multiple times and it's just like it can't get me into the game no i haven't tried it on my new computer i haven't tried it on my new computer and i don't know anyone that wants to play valorant and i have too many games to play as it is so Uh, nope i still play it here and there would you play it ryan valorant yes i'm not good at shooter i'm not i'm not right yeah i'm not really good at it yeah i suck i can play it it is most likely you'll just be losing yeah i lose anyway same, yeah. Doesn't uh, matter. We're we're all gonna lose together, and that's what matters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm more into action games, action oh. RPG. 
Um, if Elden Ring, if Elden Ring was a fucking MMO. Oh my god, that would break the world. It would, it would break. <laughs> I everyone. would be forced to play it because it's an MMO, and I'd be like, ah, fuck, I have to give it a try. And the fact, yeah, <laughs> whatever. That would be that would actually be a really cool idea for an MMO because there's no combat like that. Uh, like the only no. similar combat is in Terra, where you're fighting the Bams. That's the so, only game that has giant creatures to fight. So here's, here's what they thought was MMO. It's not really MMO. It was Vindictus. Oh yeah, which had at the time because they game. used Unreal Engine four. Was it? Well, I, I don't think so. it was four. I think it was three. Was it three? What? Four was much later, I believe. Because it was released in two thousand sixteen or fifteen. It was old, right? But the mm-hmm. combat among MMO, it was like it was one of the best. It looks like, like it was built on Unreal Engine four. Okay. Four, right? Yeah, four. Yeah. Um, but the combat was the best. Because it was the first game to be action-oriented combat, right? You you actually yeah. have to move around, dodge a boss attack. You have to, you actually have to predict how a boss is gonna hit you, and you have to dodge it. It's it's kind of like Monster Hunter. Yeah. And then you 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 just use your skill, you beat the shit out of the boss. You know, <laughs> it's like it's a good action RPG. It's just instant based, but it, there's like a hub, kind of like Fantasy Star Online. It was more of an MMO than it than Fantasy Star Online, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I I played it for a little bit with you, and I'm even though I didn't, it wasn't my thing, but it wasn't. I, yeah, I, know. I agree. That's more of an MMO than PSO is. Yeah, and then they the combat. I personally think combat was, was great. Yeah, it was. I thought it was better than Terra. It actually yeah. was. was it's what inspired Terra to uh, for combat wise. I thought so, it was Dragon's Nest that inspired. I guess not. Fucking Dragon's Nest probably copied Vindictus too. Yeah, even yeah. even Vindictus graphic is a lot better than Dragon's Nest, right? Because Vindictus uses Unreal Engine four. It's like more yeah. BDO style character than Dragon's Nest. Like, not saying it's Dragon's bad. Is very Korean. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Design. more more an animated anime style, right? Mm-hmm. Vindictus is more human looking. Yeah, more designer. more realistic. Yeah, yeah. Um... So Vindictus was among my favorite. I even it's like if I actually look for a private server and start playing, then I really liked it, and I did that with Vindictus. Nice. Mm-hmm. Private servers are fun. Yeah, yeah I, are. I feel like they are actually better managed than their the public server. Like this fucking developer keeps messing up the public server. Mm. It's sad, but it's really true. You should see how many private servers people run for things like Minecraft and Ark. Yeah, or WoW. Yeah, yes, WoW, they do. Right? I know. I know people that run that. That like I know someone who has like a server room in her basement, and she just has servers for like. Arc and all this other thing because she has a server company. She wow. just, you know, she wow. allows people to rent out a server and she gets some money off of it. That's smart. Yeah. It is. Passive we, income. We used to use um Nit- Nitrato. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. yeah, Nitrato yeah. Nitrato yeah. For yeah, Arc yeah. servers because to play, to play a game with Arc without like being tethered oh, to the yeah. other players, you have to have it hosted on a server. Yeah. <laughs> we did that with Valheim. We did that with Valheim uh, because. I didn't want to rely on anyone else to be online, so it it was uh, cool. It was, it was not yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Although the next time I play Valheim with Ryan, it'll probably be just us two or whoever yeah. else. I'm not going to get play. it dedicated. Maybe close. Yeah, friends. sure. You got me. John's I, fine. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've that been Playing it with uh, Jack. Me yeah. and Jack love playing it. So does Brooks actually. Wait for the next big update. So there's yeah, lots it, more content. Yeah, the Mistlands are next. I know that. Mistlands already out. It is. 
Yeah, they're working okay. something else now, I think. Never mind. I know they pushed back the seat, the boat one. Uh, they changed their roadmap from last year. I know they had to push a couple back, but yeah, whatever. I'm uh, I'm not in a rush. Me and and I won't lag either because I have a better computer now. <laughs> I won't get like five FPS. So internet too. <laughs> not no, yeah. my internet's totally fine now. I can stream okay. in 1080p, so it's fine. Wait till winter when the wind's blowing hard. Like, oh fuck, disconnect yeah, it. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Wait till it's raining. <laughs> like Saturday. As soon, as soon as the clouds show up, your internet's just gonna go to shit. Oh my god. Well, there's clouds outside right now and hundred degree weather. It was it was drizzling this morning, yeah. But anyway, okay. Here's another what do you prefer? what do you prefer? Uh, even though you said uh, less hand-holding, but you did mention a theme park, which was Ragnarok. What do you prefer, theme park MMOs or sandbox MMOs? First of all, the Ragnarok is not theme park. They just let you lose. Because there's no... Okay, I get I get why you think it's a theme park. Okay, uh, correct me. For the people at home, could you guys explain to those who don't play MMOs that much what the difference is between those so, kinds of MMOs? Yes. Thank you for saying that, producer. Yeah. Uh, so what a theme park is, let's go with the most generic, World of Warcraft. You get in the game, you have a main quest, you follow that main quest all the way to the end of the game, just like in a theme park. You get in line, you get you go all the way to the end of the line, you get on the ride, you're done. That's what theme parks are. That is the most popular because your hand is held the entire game with everything in the game telling you exactly what to do. A sandbox... Perfect example, it's not an MMO, but this is a sandbox, is Minecraft. You're dropped in the world of Minecraft. Nothing is telling you what to do aside from the tutorials on how to like make fire or something. Other than that, you're left up to your own imagination. For an MMO example, you have Arcage. You have Ultima Online. You have Albion Online. Legends of Aria, which is now an MMO and an NFT, which we'll get to that later. Where again, they drop you into the game... You have somewhat of a main goal, but nothing is holding your hand getting there. You choose how you want to get to the end. That's the whole point of a sandbox. Multiple routes to the end instead of just one single quest line. So Isn't anyway. New World one of them too? I'm not, is it? I don't know. I stopped caring about that game about a year ago. <laughs> no one cares I just, about that. I know it's like right old New World, more like old world. <laughs> Like even even the video game Lost Ark, that is a theme park that is game. Theme park. It's yeah. a fantastic one that I need to go That's back to one, one day. Game. Final Fantasy fourteen theme, theme park. park, EverQuest theme park. So yes, theme park is very standard because it requires a lot less um, creativity to do it that way, in my opinion. Because if mm. you have a sandbox MMO, the player has to create the content. For example, in Arc Age, what do you do when you get to level 55 and you've killed all the bosses that you want to kill? Okay, now you have to create content for yourself. In a theme park game, what do you do? You just PvP over and over. You PvE over and over the same shit. In Arc Age, okay, I want to build a house. Okay, go build a house. I want to sail the ocean. Okay, sail the ocean. I want to get the biggest ship. I want to go treasure hunting. I want to build a fucking castle. You can do all of that. Whatever you think is your end game can be your end game in a sandbox that's why i prefer it so anyway back to the main question for ryan what do you prefer so okay first of all i think it was more like a hybrid so it's like a theme park and sandbox combined 
I agree. It's, it's in between. According to the internet, that would make the game a sand park. Because you don't have a main quest you follow. They just literally drop you off, and you figure out how you want to uh, change class and travel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, to be fair, like, when you drop, they drop you off, you, they give you zero money. And if you want to become, like, let's say you first say you want to become a thief. Yeah. Uh, so they drop you off in the desert. And then halfway through fighting, you say, oh, I want to be an archer. But after killing enemies, you don't get money, gold from them. You actually have, they drop loot, and you actually have to sell the loot to get money. But mm. it's never enough to teleport. So you actually have to walk across the fucking desert, go into the forest, wow. go to the town, and find an NPC to actually become an archer. Like, they don't tell you who to talk to to become an archer. Okay. Like, if, if you're lucky, maybe someone will post it online, tell you, like, oh, this is what you do to become an archer. And you do the quest, you can archer, blah, 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 so on. So it was mm. more like in between. Which is why I really like because you just explore. It's all up to you. All right. For me personally, I actually like prefer something like that, something in between. It's not full sandbox where you can just like go around and kill pe- people out of nowhere. Okay. Like, you know. Well, yeah. Uh, but also like there's, but not to you not being, you know, your hands not being held the whole time. Like going right. through a quest. Like I actually don't care so much about doing main quests to level up. Like, if I have to kill monsters to level up, that's strong. kill monsters that are stronger than me to yeah. level up, so be it. I don't care. Like, I'll find a party if I have to. We'll kill monsters, go explore, like, a fucking dungeon, kill stronger monsters together, level up that way. And yeah. that's, what, that's what I used to do in Ragnarok, too. It's like, we would find party in, like, a, it's like a, like a well-known hub in front of, like, this desert city. <clears throat> you look for party. You just yell across the fucking map that's right like, look, yeah yelling in would, games yeah yeah you would just yell and you would just get a party and then after that one of the priests would because the only the only one who can teleport to a specific location was a priest because they can make it create a warp like a portal that they can you they can memorize only priests mm-hmm. can do so you have to at least have two priests whatever and you just teleport there and you that's start cool. your dungeon hunting because mm-hmm. at the time there's no teleport it's like a like a luxury, so a priest would you would have to ask a priest to teleport you. Even then, it, it costs a catalyst to teleport you. Mm-hmm. So there's like a whole system on it, right? Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I look for usually. Okay. So it has to be in between, like not not too much hand holding, but also enough to freedom for you to just like do whatever you want, explore. If you die, you fucking die. Yeah. And there are some games out there uh, that are sandbox or even hybrid sandbox, like previous ones I mentioned, such as Legends of Aria and Albion, where it's so sandboxy mm. that it has a full loot system. Ultima came up with this, where if you die, whatever the fuck you're carrying gets dropped on the ground. So you mm. have to make backups of backups of backups of your gear, because I remember when I was playing Albion, I was happy in my guild. I'm like, I got to tier fucking four. Hell yeah. And they're like, make a backup. I made two backups. We do some open world PvP. I die instantly because magic kills melee all the time, unfortunately, unless you're stealth. Um, was, was it RuneScape yeah. like that too? E, I don't remember. I only played RuneScape for five minutes and then I quit. I remember because I remember because like Simon was saying he was stabbing someone and he was level one and some high level dropped everything. He took everything and he ran away. It is a sandbox game, so yeah, RuneScape. Yeah, I I I played for like five minutes. <laughs> I, 
like my, someone told me when I was a kid, play RuneScape. Go to RuneScape.com. I made an account, and the first thing I had to do was make firewood. I did that for five minutes. I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> and I quit. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and make firewood. I want to kill a monster. Mm, and then I didn't mm-hmm. pick up an MMO until fucking I met you in high school, and we played Flife. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. This is better than chopping wood. So, <laughs> Club Penguin is a good MMO. Yeah, I never played that either. <laughs> I didn't it's get a, into a, any of that shit. It's a, it's a very role-playing game. Like you have to pretend to make pizza for like this fucking oh 13-year-old. Because you the people who have been playing Club Penguin is like 12 or 13, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 14, right. 14, like, oh, here's pizza. What? I kind of wish I did get deep into RuneScape because like the build of it is exactly what I want in a video game. Yeah. It's just that it it's old. Design. Yeah. Yeah. I tried getting into RuneScape 3, but I couldn't get past the fact that it was still completely point and click. Like, I wanted to use WASD in a 3D yeah. game. I didn't want to what... click and that... use WASD at the same time. That Ugh. bothers me a lot, too. Like, when I'm playing Ragnarok, you have to click to move. And for the listeners, WASDs are the keys on your keyboard, WASD. You use that instead of the arrow keys. Because um, arrow was, keys are for noobs. WASD was these nuts. What? <laughs> Desnu. <laughs> Got he. Yeah. He just called out a whole group of people. <laughs> he fucking did. Wow. Okay. Well, here's another interesting question. JMMORPG versus KMMORPG. What works... And what doesn't, in your opinion? Oh my god. Um, okay, first of all, KMMORPG. Uh, so, of course, the constant one is always grinding, right? That's what everybody thinks of, grinding and KMMORPG. Yep, right? that is the big Korean thing. Yep. Now that I think about it, Japan actually made grinding popular with the Pokemon games. It works to a certain degree. You cannot just, like, have people spam the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, people get tired. I mean, some people like it, and I like it to a certain point. Like, I don't mind doing dungeons here and there. I like grinding it, right? Yeah. Uh, but you get tired of it after like doing it for so long. Uh, it just gets repetitive. It it just becomes like you're playing the same game. Every, well, of course you're playing the same game every day, but like you're doing the same thing every single day. It's like going to work. Yeah, it's literally a grind. Yeah, it really, yeah. So I don't think that's it works to a certain degree, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think if they combine it with like JRPG style, like for example, um, fourteen Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah. right? So they have the roulette system, mm-hmm. right? So you don't, you're not stuck with this. Uh, they so with the Korean one, they keep leaving you behind, right? If once you progress so yep. far, they leave you behind. You, you're stuck oh, yeah. forever and you cannot progress anymore. The yeah. one, the one difference with the J- J- Japanese one is that once you, if you, even if you progress, uh, if you just like quit the game for like a month or so, you come back, there's always like the roulette system. People will help you out. Like, well, people don't help you out, but it's like people who are queuing, they can help you out with your quest. Yeah. Right. So that's the one thing I like about 14 because like no matter how long you've left, there's always gonna be people doing that content. That's always like going back to it. Right. Yes. But the Korean one, once you left once you once you leave, that's it. There's old content is dead. No one's yeah. gonna do it anymore. 
they're very noob friendly when it comes to the JMMO 14, which is really good. Like they highly, they, they encourage you to help out newbies because you'll get a bonus for, you know, helping them out or whatever. Um, yeah. Incentives. So, There's incentives. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Incentives. I like that where, yeah, I, cause I remember talking to you about lost Ark a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, Hey, what do you think about going back to lost Ark? Cause you know, we've, we've taken a break for a while and I have a new computer now. And you're like, eh, I don't want you. I'm like, why? And you said because the gear gap is too big and we're going to be left behind and like there's content that's already dead, even though we haven't played in like, you know, four months or whatever. And I'm, I completely agree. That's how fast it goes. It is the same with like Black Desert Online. I looked at a video that had a list of all the dead content. It was about 30 different things on the list. All the shit that we used to do in Black Desert, it is now dead content. Yeah. Nobody fucking does that anymore, which is ridiculous. So they need to find a way. That's that is a very big problem when it comes to Korean MMOs, and and also yeah, that that ties into the whole gear gap because you go in there. I left with like probably like four hundred and eighty gear score. We go in there now. There's probably people with like eight hundred. We're never gonna catch them. Yeah, not like we PvP, but yeah. we're gonna struggle against all the fucking content because we didn't stay on the grind. So. That's that's their lifestyle. I was told, you know, Koreans love doing this. That's why they put it in their games. They, mm. they their lifestyle also ties into pay to win, which, in my opinion, is a big downfall of Korean MMOs because JMMOs in America and Western don't have pay to win. Typically, pay to win is totally a Korean thing because while we come home and spend money on bills and whatever the fuck we spend it on. They go home, they spend their entertainment money on pay-to-win shit. That's yeah. their entertainment. We have other ways of, you know, other means of entertainment. It's like a alcohol. cultural thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do smoking. And, and strippers. Alcohol and strippers <laughs> does work, actually. I'm not going to lie. That's a pretty damn good form of entertainment. <laughs> I wouldn't know about the strippers part. I don't do that. But alcohol, yes. Or weed, because we can do that here in our mm. state. But yeah, I, so I, go on. The, so the thing about that is like, okay, uh, with the JRPG too, right? A lot of lower level they can easily make money because the higher level would still need lower level lower level item to make mm. to craft for craftings, right? Yeah. Like if you think Final Fantasy fourteen, like they do the la, like the newest crafting right now, they will still need item from like lower level from the ARR area yeah that's right craft, right so the miners of low levels can actually still make money mm-hmm. right and that's what actually they did in like the other game like ragnarok and nexus so one of the items uh one of the one of the strongest item or like one of the items that gives you like a pretty good stats for a tank requires mm-hmm. to kill requires you like this like a thousand jelly right jelly yeah. drops from like a level one monster no one has the time to kill, and they don't always drop. <laughs> no one has the time to kill like ten thousand, ten thousand jellies for that for that jelly. Yeah, that is so, a lot of grinding. That's a lot of that's that is like, a lot. That's like the South Park thing where they're killing the fucking yeah. boars and shit. Like no, no one's gonna do that. Exactly, no one's gonna do that, right? And then no one's gonna have the time to just kill a thousand jellies. Yeah, uh, or sorry, it, it was at ten thousand. No one's gonna have the time to t- kill ten thousand jelly, but the item was so good. Yeah, so. The low level player were, you know, they were killing it as part of their 
grind, but they will also make money out of it. Yeah. So because the higher level people would need to buy it from them, otherwise they just go out and stuff. Because the thing about that too is that they don't they don't just spawn all the time. Like they spawn like you know it's a huge map. Like think about it like I don't know like a 1080 by 1080 picture. Yeah. So they'll be like all over the place. So you have to keep walking around looking for them. Kind of like you did, we did in Lost Ark. You have to look around. And there's no specific yeah, spawn point. I remember that. They, they're random. There's no spawn point. They're just like all over the map. So you have to walk, keep walking around looking for it. So not only that you don't have a place you can just camp, you have to keep waiting. You have to look, for, look around. It's a lot of time. So that's how the lower level people would make money. They would just like sell to the high level. Here's this much. I have this much. Do you want to buy it for this much? And you make money. Yeah. That that was the same. That was the same with Nexus because to uh, you have to do a quest to get a skill. And one, of, I remember like one of the skills everybody needs requires to get a thousand acorn. To kill acorn, oh, you have to oh, kill oh, squirrels. Oh god. Squirrels is a level one monster. And who do you pay? The level one players. The new yeah. players. And it's a it's an incentive for them to get more money, right? Yeah. And then like it's an easy mob, you get more money to better get better equipment for you to pro to you know to progress the game. Why not? But they don't do that anymore in the Korean Monos, right? They just like they dro- everything drops from a dungeon. It's not crafting yeah. anymore. No. And here's That's... the other. Sorry, no. go ahead. No, no, you continue. I was gonna say like the one thing too with this the old Korean MMO is that you can upgrade your gear. Yeah, and it can it can break if you yeah. fail it, it breaks. Oh, yeah. You have to do the grind over again. So mm-hmm. who do you who do you hire to get the items? <laughs> Low levels again. The scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, and they make money, so it's a good yeah. system. That I was gonna say, it, the whole breaking system reminds me of BDO versus Arcage, where yeah. <laughs> in Black Desert. All right, if you're upgrading things and it fails, your shit doesn't break. So you are blessed. Oops, you are blessed in the fact that. You failed the upgrade, your gear doesn't break. You still mm-hmm. have it. It just gets downgraded or something, and you don't have a heart attack. I fucking paid. I am guilty of swiping. I'm, <sighs> I paid about $100 to get in-game gold over the course of a year to get in-game gold. I, I remember I paid, uh, what was it, like $20 at one point so I can get, let's, let's say there's like tier 1 to 15 15 being the highest. I'm at trying to get tier 7 gear. What happened? I regraded, I upgraded like 20 items. 10 of them became tier 7. I'm like, fuck it. Might as well go fucking tier 8. I tried to upgrade all to tier 8. Not a single fucking one went to tier 8. That is that is $20 down the fucking drain because they all broke. Because there's no, at that time, there was no protection item for 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 going higher now mm. because there are too many crybabies. They're like, oh hey, yeah. we'll guarantee your upgrade to tier twelve. Like, the fuck that that takes away from the disappointment experience. and the experience. It's like if I could it, that if anybody could do it, it's no longer special. You the know, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like there were there's stupid shit in in MMOs where people. Like there's this song called Amino or whatever, and you'll just type it out. People run around the game, make a video, and chant the word Amino, and they'll they'll be praying to Aaron Jesus. It'll be like a ten minute ritual. They'll craft. They'll they'll try to upgrade their item on top of like the highest peak in the game, and they're like, oh, I got a success, and you'll see it yeah. flash across the screen in the game, or it'll be a failure, and and then you'll just see in global chat, 
I failed. Yeah. <laughs> I love That's... shit like that, but they yeah. don't do that really anymore. And the no. thing with item breaking too is that you can, uh, at a time, you can sell them. Like, okay, yeah. you upgrade to like plus eight, and it's so already hard enough to get to plus seven. Yeah. So you get to plus eight, it's so expensive. You can sell it, and you get so much money, and you do the whole thing over and again. Yeah, exactly. So it was the grinding on a different level. It was grinding the market, which is the fun part of grinding. Yeah. That's, that's why I do a lot in MMO, grinding the market. I couldn't do that. I could, like, there's people I knew who I played with that would actually play the market. They would buy, like, okay, let me buy bananas for, like, 10, 10 copper <laughs> each. All the bananas in the marketplace for 10 copper for, like, you know, for, like, 100. And then you don't see any more bananas. They put it up there for one gold each. And because there's nothing there, people will instantly buy it because it's mm -hmm. a high-demanding item. The guy makes, like, 1,000 gold in five minutes. I tried that once. And people just undercut me. I'm like, ah, fuck this. I'm not trying this again. <laughs> it, it only it's works always... if it's yeah. It only works if it's like it takes time to actually gather the material. Yeah, I did, I did that a lot in Vindexus too. Like I was in demand, baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't do that. I was I was hogging all the iron ore because you need iron ore to craft weapons. Yeah, so I would hog everything, just, <laughs> anything that's under like a certain amount of silver or whatever i would buy them all resell them double the price and it would be mine I, I set up the new standard and if nobody ever undercuts me i buy it and resell it again <laughs> and then so that's 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 what i did and i that's how i got money lucky bastard um what are some features you'd like to see in an mmo that don't get that much attention Besides, well, besides the 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 topic we literally just talked about, are there any other features that you've seen in MMOs that should get more attention? For example, like transmog isn't present in every MMO. We're lucky that it is present in Final Fantasy fourteen, but that is one of the big reasons I quit. I don't know if it was for you why I quit Terra initially. For those who don't know, transmog means to apply the image of one item onto another. For example adding a fiery sword to a basic sword or vice versa because they removed the transmog system yes. and they just decided yeah. we're gonna just do costumes on the market and i was like i don't want to play this game anymore yeah. that on top of them putting in labor points for some fucking reason i don't um, care yeah. so much for transmog i care one thing i, I do like was sailing like, be, like we did in video oh that kind of exploration yes, yes. There's not I totally a lot. Agree. That's, we so need, that's one thing. Yeah, that's that's more like that is a part of the sandbox thing because you won't really see that in a theme park. You won't really have like a a vehicle just to go around and explore the vast ocean. For those of you that don't know, um, well, this is his cat Lily. Hi, Lily. Um, viewer uh, listeners can't hear it, but if you don't know Black Desert Online, the the majority of the game takes place on this gigantic continent. It's not all a black desert, um, but there is a section that's just completely ocean. So think about 75% of the game is on continent. Then you have about 10% of the game, which is ocean. That's still a big fucking number that you can just traverse and you can run into either a ghost ship like where Ryan and I were taking out his ship on a maiden voyage and we got attacked by ghost pirates on the My way to this island. Been that took two weeks to build. <laughs> two weeks because he was grinding. If I, if it was at a normal speed, it would take four weeks because you had to manually chop down logs every fucking day. About like 
I don't know how many, like 10,000 logs or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a lot. Way too we, many fucking logs. It's, it's <laughs> supposed to simulate realism and a lot of wood going into think, a wooden ship, which is stupid. I think you need like about 2,000 logs and you only get like one to three logs per tree. Per, yeah, per yield, which is ridiculous. Even yeah. If you have high gathering and a really good gathering tool, mm. you'll still only get one to three. That's uh, assuming but, someone didn't steal the gathering. Oh, yeah, because there's points. people running around doing that shit, too, cutting yeah. the trees. Even though they look like they're standing up, they're they're not. You can run through them. But um, back to the, 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 the boat thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you the whole ocean was available to you. You couldn't really see the ocean on the map in terms of, like, I know exactly where to go. It was a fog of war. The minute you go out to uncharted waters, you don't know what the fuck is out there. You're just going in a random direction. Just like in desert in that game, you you don't really have a direction. You, the last five percent of the game is all the way in the upper corner, which is like some fishing village. Which the whole point of going there is to one explore, two to have an awesome trade route because you'll make tons of money from one trade route. But it's not very efficient because it takes too long. So time versus pay isn't really good for crossing the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really good crossing the ocean. Plus. Your ship takes damage the more you sail it, and you can't fucking repair it, which is uh, that's that's bad. Yeah, so you want to, yeah. There's there's sea beasts and there's fucking ghost pirates that you can't kill. So yeah, I would love to see that. Arcage has that. You can build your fucking ship. You can go anywhere in the fucking ocean. You can go under the ocean, I with a yeah. submarine, which is awesome. Yeah. In BDO, you can dive down and see you know the clear water and get pearls and shit because oh, that was so good. Those sold for a lot. I remember. That I, was I'd actually like that. fun. I didn't think like the fact that you can out sail the ocean. Yeah. And then after that, if you just stop the ship and you can just dive down and actually start exploring for like pearls. Like yeah, yeah. you can actually just like dive to just explore the under underwater. It was so good. Mm-hmm. That was actually really fun. But you know, not a lot of game has it. They don't. That I totally agree that more games need that kind of aspect. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a boat in the ocean. It could be any form of transportation. It just needs to go to that level. Yeah. Because yeah. it's different from having a mount in Warcraft or Final Fantasy fourteen and having the ability to traverse wherever you want. It's not the same as, I built this boat from scratch and now I can, you know, sail it anywhere on the fucking the water part of the map, and and see what the fuck is out there. That's different than having a personal mount. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish there was there's more of that in games. Hell, I would love like a like an airship. That would be cool. Airship would have been fun too. Take like a zeppelin and fucking go places. Yeah. Um, that would be fucking amazing. Um, and I have one more question. Um, what do you prefer personally? Tab target combat or dynamic combat, which is the action one. Action, of course, like Vindexus. Mm-hmm. It's the best one. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to move around to fight instead of like well, like Final Fantasy isn't the worst, but I don't like tab targeting. It's it's kind of boring. It's dated. Like even oh my god, even Ragnarok wasn't even Ragnarok wasn't even top tab targeting. It was old. And it was not tap targeting. Like, you actually have to click and move around dodging AoEs and shit. Yeah. Same with uh, with Lost Ark. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's a, a Lost Ark, for listeners that don't know, uh, is an isometric MMORPG where it's not actually tab target. You, wherever your mouse is, that's going to be where your target is. And you have to maneuver that uh, towards said target 
and study their you know their their battle pattern and so you can fight them properly it's not like world of warcraft where you literally hit the tab button your enemy is selected and you can stand in place and just attack um with dynamic combat you have to focus on dodging which is to me um is a better element of combat because it keeps you immersed that's what i like personally about dynamic combat which mm-hmm. i can see ryan does too it's yeah. it's, it's more fun to because you feel like you're actually there in the fight going against the player or whatnot you don't have to worry about because if you if you're standing there with tab targeting you cast a spell what's going to happen it's automatically going to hit your target it's locked on versus um dynamic you shoot a fucking arrow it's going to go straight the person in front of you can just step to the side and (laughs) miss which happened all the time with archers and bdo you just step to the side and and be disappointed that you didn't hit them or whatever. So you have to think more when it comes to that kind of combat. So I wish there were more games like that. And I like that how how it personally how Lost Ark was able to incorporate that in their game because most isometric MMOs or video games in general are just tab target. So what they did was they took the element of um Diablo a dungeon crawler, which I know most listeners know what that is. That is, um, and that has dynamic combat. You don't stand in one fucking place. You need to move around the map and attack your enemy. So they took that whole thing, that that concept, and they threw it into an MMO, and it became Lost Ark. So that would be nice to see, you know, more games with with that and whatnot. So that's it for the questions section except for actually no wait there's one more what uh, do you think of mmo nfts this new for listeners that don't what? know so this is this we've talked about this before so an m and um mmt mmo nft which is um or or it's pay pay to earn p2e as they call it it's a new thing crypto is stupid as shit i've ever heard of but for listeners that don't know legends of aria which i mentioned earlier sold out their company i don't know the name of the company but i know they sold out which really disappointed me because they had a lot of backing i backed them too i owned the game and i was hoping it would succeed with private servers creating a legends of ultima one but it didn't they sold out to crypto company, and now just like games you will find on your cell phone, you complete quests in the game, dailies, which are daily quests that can be done, you know, every day to earn cryptocurrency. To me, it's stupid because one, crypto doesn't have value. It, it really it doesn't have value. I mean, the dollar doesn't really have value either because, you know, Fort Knox is useless at this point. But that's another conversation. Point is, when it comes to crypto, it doesn't, it's not worth anything. So people are playing these games just to earn fake money that doesn't exist. And to me, that takes away from the gaming experience because you're not playing to have fun. You're playing like it's a job. You have to pay to earn. Like, I know people on my Discord friends list they tell me they're playing an MMO NFT game because they think they can earn tons of money and not work a job and just sit there playing a game, which to me is stupid. So that's my opinion. Um, you, Ryan, what do you think? First of all, NFT is stupid. Yes, I agree. So the, the fact that you actually put that in the MMO is kind of stupid. So yes. 
Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. You might as well just fucking not play it. Just find another game. I don't think it's going to succeed. I don't know why they keep pushing it because at this point, nobody fucking buys NFTs anymore because it was it was a it was a hit because nobody knew what it was and became like one of the biggest scams ever. And then people learned what it was and then it just fell off. Everybody really hates within it within the like, span of a year. Yeah, like a lot of YouTube content creators hates NFTs too. It's like it's the idea is just stupid. It is, and it's a it's unfortunate that so many people bought into it. You know, there's there's like a guy I know who like took selfies of himself, and he was 21 years old, and he made like you know six figures off of his selfies as NFTs. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. But that's how you make money nowadays. You bank on the stupid. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. True. Like he's not wrong for doing it. It's the people who bought it. Or... I I totally agree, and that goes along with this this new MMO genre, which I hope just stays, you know, in its corner and doesn't try to branch out and become big because nobody cares about crypto either, especially due to the fact that you know the market tanked this year, which is funny. Um, I'm glad I never bought into that. So that to me, that need that kind of shit, finance and like even stock, that needs to stay the fuck out of video games. Like video games need to stay being their own thing. So mm-hmm. that will conclude the question section. Now, um, I actually have a couple videos to bring up, and I'd like your opinion as we watch them. Porn. So no, it's not porn. You can't you can't fucking show it. So for the first one, let's go with Dual Universe. I'm not sure if you know what this is. This is a voxel-based sci-fi MMORPG similar to No Man's Sky, but you can build your own ship instead of finding your own ship out in the wild and 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 upgrading it. You build your own ship from scratch, and you can you know take off and go into outer space and, and, and land on planets and what have you. It's launching at some point uh, uh, this year on uh, September 27th, which is surprising because I didn't even think it was still alive when I first heard about this game I said like two weeks. five years ago. Yeah. Dude. Uh, break. Dude. Welcome back, everybody. We are back from the break. Now, in front of us, we are going to watch the first... Video clip that I was talking about earlier, Dual Universe. This is two years of the beta. This is the most recent video I could find, unfortunately, even though the game is coming out in two weeks. Every other video out there is over an hour long, and we don't have time for that. So let's take a look at what two years of a beta has done for this game. What the fuck are you doing? I don't what give a shit. <laughs> Sorry, I saw, I saw Madoka Magic. I got excited. Shh. Shit up. Is this something you would play, Ryan? Just from the start of this? No. No. Okay. I mean, I'm usually the space guy, so that's why. I'm like, asking. I don't mind space. Like, I actually like it. I just. Like there's an exploration. And this is marketed as an MMO, as in there are thousands of people online at the same time. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Initially, this game turned me off because I was like, oh, it's voxels. But then I looked at it more and I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. Because look at that. A a free market. You control the economy. 
Sorry, I cut you off. That's fine. See, that's cool. I don't know what that is. Yeah, this looks gorgeous. I've kept this game at the back of my head for so many years. Like thinking the, it wasn't gonna come out. The theme I don't mind. Like I actually like it. Okay. It's it's just that it's not like I'm gonna keep seeing it. Bigger check. See that's that's fucking awesome. My phone. For what? What uh, part of my phone? John? Discord. I mean, it's okay. Like, I like the theme. It's just like... I don't know, the visual-wise, in, in terms of how it is, maybe not, I'm not really into it. Like, the theme is fine. Okay. So, for the listeners that can't see what just happened, yes, I know I'm quiet. Shut the fuck up, John. Um, because that's how I am when I watch movies. Anyway, so what we just witnessed was two years of a beta of this sci-fi game that uses voxel, a voxel-based system, but not as bad as Minecraft boxes and what have you. And there, this game comes with a bot-free player market. It comes with the ability to build and customize your own spaceship, given if you have the materials. It, it allows you to travel through space, lift off of planets, and land on planets. Something that isn't in a lot of space games today other than No Man's Sky and eventually Elite Dangerous had it at some point. It allows you automated mining systems so you don't have to worry about constant resource hunting at a certain stage in your game play, which is always fantastic um, because manually doing shit over and over gets fucking annoying at some point. And it just looks it looks a lot better than it used to, although the graphics are still kind of dated. It still looks like a fun play, in my opinion. Being For you listeners, John keeps fucking up the video for some reason. This is the third time already. Come on, man. Being able to traverse the galaxy with thousands of other people versus No Man's Sky where you just see people in a hub and it, the map is too damn big for you to actually see anything at all. So, yes. What do you think about that, Ryan? The game? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I I think it's good, but it's not something I will be like trying out. Okay. But it's not like it's a bad thing. It's it's just not for me. But I can Understand. see why it's interest. You know, people like it. Yeah. No, I I totally get that. I was like that with a lot of the games that were uh, shown in the Gamescom video. It yeah, the, some of the mm -hmm. games look interesting, but not interesting in my category. Interesting mm -hmm. for people such as yourself. Or our friend um, John, my friend Brooks, or even our friend, our mutual friend Dr. Kearns would have liked some of those games. I just, I'm not really into. I like indie games, but I don't like all indie games. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the games, well, when I do see indie games, I usually think of you and Kearns because you guys are big on those. Um, but I know I typically know which indie games you like in particular, so that helps me identify what would work. Like such as. 
the last the last year of Nostalgia. You know, you, me, and Jose, we all agreed we're gonna buy that shit. <laughs> that looks fucking awesome. Stick figure Dark Souls. Um, yeah. and I guess he picked the next video to show for six point two Final Fan. Actually, oh no, I just moved it over because uh, oh, okay, didn't want. Uh, no, I don't even think we're gonna need to watch that one. I didn't um, want all the extra stuff just floating understood. around in the background. But in closing about Dual Universe, I've always, again, I've always wanted a really good space game, in, in my opinion. I, as much as I love Elite Dangerous, it's fucking boring because all you, because first of all, the Odyssey expansion was it, the first time you could get out of your ship and walk around in Elite Dangerous. It is Elite Dangerous Welcome to, adventure. that's not, that's not Elite Dangerous. Right, listen, Stop listen to me. fucking around. I'm doing something in the background. Don't pay attention to me. Anyway, it's on the stream. Anyway, um, Elite Dangerous for people that don't know is a privateer space game where you get into a spaceship and you have access to the entire almost 100% accurate recreation of the Milky Way. So that I praise the game on that because there are lots of star systems in the Milky Way that they actually got right in that game. So that is very cool. But one thing I didn't like about it was that when the game first came out, it was very bare bones. It was just flying around, shooting, mining, escorting. That's it. Versus Star Citizen, which is another MMO in space. They're cursed with feature creep, which is, hey, we're going to add this to the game. Hey, we're going to add this to the game without actually releasing the game first itself. So there's no point in doing that. So yes, that's what I think about Dual Universe. Now for our next video... It's going to be fractured online. I believe I showed this to you, Ryan, yes, but we can yeah. watch it again. It is a for viewers, for listeners that don't know what this is. This is one of the isometric games I am looking forward to it. And usually I'm picky when it comes to MMOs because I like games that have a arsenal of spells like World of Warcraft gives you 20 to 30 spells to weave in and out with combat that way you can have any type of spell fit your arsenal when you're being attacked it's like oh hey i need to use this free spell right now okay let me dodge and get out of the way and link it up with this lightning spell cool or you know a shield bash ability followed by a grapple blah 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 you can't fucking do that in a lot of mmos today it's just you smash one button two three buttons and hope to fuck your combo works or whatever. Even in Black Desert Online, when you're weaving together abilities, a lot of them are memorized because they'll tell you in the in their dynamic combat system, hey, let's do a conal. I want to do a conal attack. I want to do a grapple. Okay, just press E, press R, press Q, press Shift, W. You memorized it with your hand, and it's more than 10 abilities. Guild Wars 2, you get 5, 10 abilities, then you have to rotate weapons and you have to link it up that way. That's too stupid and too boring in my opinion, so I hate that shit. But the only exceptions I have where there's 10 abilities are games like Lost Ark or games like this video that we're going to watch when I say watch it. Um, it fractured because the game is so exciting that it makes you forget about the 10 abilities and it is so dynamic with the combat or it's just fun to play and the 10 abilities don't really matter. Most MMOs can't get that right. So now we can watch the early access trailer for Fractured Online, which I will be buying at some point too. And I can't hear it. Into the dynamic world of Fractured Online. So 
This is a medieval-based game. It seems to have, I believe it has a full loot system, just like I spoke before, meaning you die, you drop everything. It is very pretty for an isometric game, pretty along the lines of Lost Ark. There are multiple different races. There's a lot of exploration, and I like the fact that, yes, I like the fact that they have demons. That's not something you could usually play as a race. Wild folk. You could be a fucking furry. You could be... <laughs> no offense to furries out there, but you can be humans here. Worse than one of all. I guess so. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe an elf or something? I don't think so. Ah. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like there's a lot of character customization, but at this point it doesn't matter because your camera will be way above their head, so character customization doesn't matter as much as it does for a third-person MMO, such as Black Desert. Looking at it from this way, it looks like this game's actually a lot more focused, like you said, not so much on your character's look and how customizable you can be, but more or less how your gameplay's gonna go out. So it's gonna be yes. focused solely on the team aspects, the combat aspects. Exactly. And it looks very simple. I hope... I, oop, there goes my fidget spinner. See? As the narrator just said, they encourage you in this game to do exploration. So, Ryan, you will definitely like that. Um, and this game, look at that. It only has about one, two, three, four. It only has about eight skills, but but it allows you to pick the most important ones. And again, I'm making an exception because to me, this is more entertaining than Guild Wars um, in terms of the combat, even though it's pretty simplistic versus the semi tab target dynamic with Guild Wars 2 and what have you. Um, but this 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 is the kind of game that, yes, teamwork is, is necessary. I can't just run off and leave you alone like I usually do, Ryan. But look at this. You can build your town up, as you just saw in the video. That guy built a key building for the town, which, in my opinion, is also cool, because that's something Ashes of Creation has. You have to build your town from scratch, thus making a thriving community. So if this game kicks off, the community aspect is going to be a big sell for the game. I mean, look at this. You have, you know, 50 people on screen doing a raid or whatever. They have fucking catapults. That's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't see very many games that have catapults at the disposal. Eh, PvP. That's not my thing anymore. I'm a retired PvPer. Yeah, <laughs> fucking dragon. Look at that. It doesn't look bad. September 15th, join early access. Ugh. So if I play that, will you play that? If it gets out of early access? I mean, I'll give it a try. Yes, that's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. Let us um, also state for the record that that is a $40 price tag on that. Early oh my God, $40? I know, just get it on sale. I'm not paying. Remember, uh, for listeners, I'm not buying games that are at their MSRP price ever, unless. The price justifies the means, such as Dark Souls. Uh, no, Elden such Ring. A, no, you didn't even buy Elden Ring at full price. You waited for a sale. No, I didn't. Um, I, I bought it full price. Oh, I bought that shit as soon as it came out. I had it pre-ordered. I was ready to. Go. I did that with Mass Effect Legendary Edition because it 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 deserved it. Um, Elden Ring deserved. Here, look at that. That's, that's our game of the year. Right box. There, it is. I don't care. That's a whole other conversation. Um. Not my thing. But yeah, open sandbox. See? 
Look at that Founders Pack. Now, $40 game, you lied to me. Look, it's yeah, $29.99. Well, it's 40 if 40. you buy it after pre-sale. It's, it's $38.99 yeah. euros. But what's the price on Steam? Euros, we're in America. Okay? Yeah, but this is straight from Fractured's online website. Uh, if you go to steam actually there's no price on steam so you have to say like i said according to what 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 the website says right now you Uh pre-order you get it for 26 bucks uh in in dollars it's probably like 25 26 i'm tempted but but i I know i'm not yeah i know i did a i did that with i did that with uh it's not a b it's early access difference um it literally I did that beta with. Access. Yeah, you have access to the beta, but the beta is over because the game, the the early access is coming out, so it's no longer a beta. The beta was from way long time ago. I didn't that know the game existed. That is debatable, but I'm gonna let that slide for a tangent. Your face is debatable. Okay, so no, no tangents yes, there. No. I don't. No need for a tangent. Early access games require the constant ongoing testing of the public to help them build their game. Betas are games nearing completion that just need one or two final test runs prior to release. Early access games take forever whereas betas are already on their way out of the door. So, in closing, it seems you're interested, which is my goal, to find interesting games. (laughs) For listeners and people that just don't know, Ryan and me, and I, correction, and Ryan, whenever we're not playing an MMO... I feel the desire to play something with him because our friend Jose is usually doing something else, so I can't rope him in. Uh, and he has a different taste in MMOs than we do. And Ryan and I are more open to playing smaller IP games such as this, such as Korean MMOs that no one's ever fucking heard of, versus um, this person I used to know, Sari and Jose, who prefer bigger IPs like, oh, Square Enix with Final Fantasy. Oh, Blizzard with World of Warcraft, ArenaNet with Guild Wars 2. We're okay with any other MMO as long as it looks enjoyable, and it actually is enjoyable. We'll give it a shot just once. If it's shit, then forget it. We won't go back to it. Um, But yeah, I'm usually trying to find an MMO to play with Ryan. I remember several times in the same year, I think it was like five years ago, I talked to Ryan about looking for an MMO, and he's like, you know, we've talked about this before. This is like the third time, Seeger. I'm like, I know, but I'm so bored. <laughs> so I would try to just force us to play an MMO. It never worked until, you know, a big a title got announced and then we got around to it. Like the the games we played together were Fly for Fun initially. Then we played um, Terra. And yeah. then we played Black yeah. Desert. No, we played. Wait, did you play Arcade with me? I for a bit. No, not we. I mean, you invited me, but you were busy doing something else. But I was playing it for a bit. Okay, so there's that one, and I ditched him in that one. This is where my bad habit came from. And then we played BDO together, and I ditched him to do PvP stuff with my guild. And then we played Final Fantasy XIV together. And then at some point, I made a promise never to ditch him again in MMO, which we did that with Lost Ark, and I didn't end up ditching him because I no longer care about joining guilds. So I don't have to worry about ditching him. And uh, sounds like a lot of ditching on your end there, huh? I got I got addicted to the <laughs> PvP and the group. That's what happened. It's hard not to. When you have not... a huge group and you're not a part of it, it's like, ah, uh, I'm like, I gotta do content with the guild, but it's like, I gotta play with my best friend. I'm like, uh, what do I do? Sorry, bye, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's not I'm very fairy tale of you. 
Nick's ear. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but no, I, I promise not to do that again. And I also made another promise, a sidebar, not to fuck everything up when it came to us playing Baldur's Gate 3. That way we could play Baldur's Gate 3 and play Divinity Original Sin 2 again for the fourth time. How would you oh fuck it God. up? How? How would I fuck it up? Because <laughs> you should watch us play. I like to blow everything up. Literally. I like to cast fire. Let's see what this does. Except it all! I do the same thing to Brooks. It's the chaos run, and he fucking hates it. At least on the first run, he hates it. Because I did that the first playthrough with him and Jose, and they were sick and tired of it after about an hour. But we muddled through, and then I made a promise to them never to do that for the first run of Baldur's Gate. We have to treat it as normal gameplay. It's fair for them to be upset, because if you're not taking into account what's happening and where they are and what else is going to blow up, then yeah, they'll be angry. Yeah. So, uh, this whole you know. conversation is a tangent, so this is good. I'm going to cut this out. Um, but yeah, so bouncing off the tangent, going back to the next video I have set up for us, it's actually something Ryan talked to me about before. I don't know. I, I did. I hate to say this. I don't know much about it. It looks like a fucking Genshin clone. I actually have a page open about it to describe it to the readers. So give me one second. It's called Tower of Fantasy. So for the, not readers, the listener. So for listeners that don't know what Genshin Impact is, it is a mobile MMORPG that that shocked the world about a year ago when it was first announced because it looked very Breath of the Wild-like with anime. And and to this day, it still is. It's very Breath of the Wild-like in its exploration aspect, which drew people to the game. What turned me off was the fact that it was a mobile game. With mobile MMOs, you have three fucking abilities, and that is it. This ties into why I don't like uh, you know, games with barely any abilities. It hardly requires any skill to play those games, because you're just pressing three buttons. Versus a multitude of buttons. With a fucking MMO mouse here, hello, I have fucking 12 buttons on the side that I can roll my thumb across. That makes me feel like I'm playing an MMO, not a goddamn normal mouse and you press three buttons. Anyway, that's besides the point. Five buttons. See, that's better than just three. But anyway, Genshin was fantastic because it drew people in with, you know, it's beautiful graphics and gameplay and everything. I played it for one hour. I gave it a shot. I didn't like it. Big drawback with the game. It's a gotcha game. That's the problem with mobile games. What a gotcha game is, they pull you in thinking everything is free and they're like, oh, you want this pretty thing here? You're going to have to pay for it or you're going to have to spend 10 million hours grinding in game to earn it yourself through RNG, which is random number generator for listeners that don't know what that is. That is basically shitty luck. It's it, no, technically it's it means like chance. That's that's the, your chance system is RNG. So if you have bad RNG, you're not going to get what you fucking want. Peep, there is there was a streamer named Lakari. That spent $2,000 just to get one fucking character in Genshin. That's why I hate that game. And people love it. There are people who will stand up for it and say, this is an amazing game. You don't have to pay anything. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't, don't I, like it. You don't have to pay $2,000. No one forced you to pay $2,000. True. Like... Exactly. That is always your argument, too. is Because you were able to succeed in MMOs that had pay-to-win systems, and you did it without paying a dime. So, 
You did that in BDO. You did that in Lost Ark. You didn't have to pay a dime. You did that in Terra. Yeah, I magic. swiped for Terra for fucking Alkahest to put that on the marketplace. So I had, you know, enough to buy uh, whatever the fuck I wanted or whatever. You know, I wanted to. Yeah. yeah did, so did, did that match the gathering? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I have actually spent twenty dollars on Magic Gathering. I paid the five dollars for that bite that that one time purchase for all okay. those. That was oh, yeah. that was worth it. So yeah, for Magic the Gathering, I did the five dollar one just so I can oh, get okay. started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was that was a that was a good purchase because it yeah. was one time and you got a See, bunch of good shit. Yeah. After so I that, that, I paid for gems and I'm like, I want to kind of play ranked. So I I played ranked. I got my ass handed to me. Ryan was guiding me, and I still didn't fucking listen to him because my brain was like, he said something. Wait, what did he say? I ignored you. And then I just did something else. And he's like, what the fuck, Senior? Man. Yeah, that's that the problem so with familiar, ADHD. Ryan. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. I know, right? Jesus, suck my dick. Anyway, um, so this is another tangent, which is great. Um, Actually, no, this is not really a tangent. This is just explaining. So anyway, listeners, so yeah, that's that's Genshin Impact. Very pretty anime game. You can play it on your phone. You can play it on PC. You can even play it on the Switch. A lot of well, people still can. have it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can. Um, no, hold on. No, no, no. I'll find out for you right now. Give me one second. I need to download it on Switch. I'll yeah, do what says, every good says gaming journalist does and pull his Switch right out of his back. It's coming. It, it it was released on the Switch. So, uh, no, sorry. It was supposed to be released in 2020, but it is coming out eventually. It was supposed to be... Oh, it's not out yet. It was supposed to be out on September 28th, 2020. That's That was the initial... Wait, tw- we're in 2022. Two now. Yeah, I know. I don't know why they haven't done it, but that because was an impression. It's over. Screwed. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. Why do you think games keep getting delayed back and forth, back and forth, over and over and over again? I don't do you know, but the anyway, development issues that come with having to work from home as a game developer, you can't just go into the shop, take your rig home, and take that PC and work <laughs> on stuff from home. There is a huge, huge problem in the industry where working from home, yeah, it helps move production along and development. Otherwise, we wouldn't be getting a lot of these games for another two years. All right. Anyway, um, so, you got a point. But anyway, uh-oh. yeah. So, Power Fantasy is basically now a Genshin clone, considering Genshin Impact is now the staple for pulling idiots in to play a free mobile game. Because there are a lot of other MMO games that are on your phone, but none as successful as Genshin. I know people who have spent tons of money just fucking rolling the RNG dice, and it's ridiculous. So. Let's take a look now at what Tower of Fantasy has to offer that is different from Genshin Impact. I did the same thing for Honkai Third Impact. What? It was the game that came before Genshin from Boyoverse. Oh, okay. It was automatically. Automatically, it looks complete. It looks different in the sense that there is sci-fi. Genshin doesn't have sci-fi. It's purely fantasy. Tower of Fantasy has sci-fi. It's called Tower of Fantasy. Yes, but there's science in here. See, look at that. That's a science force field, science tentacles that you can see. They're having a science headache, I think. Look at that, mechanical monster. Science monster. A science monster. What about last Star Rail? I don't know what that is. Never. The other Hoyo first sci-fi game. Not a fan of Hoyo, so I'm not that sure. If it hasn't got... Look at that, science hand. 
<laughs> science and like science grab. Not a gotcha. Like, okay, I don't mind playing this kind of game, like, even Genshin. I'll try it. I'm just not gonna spend any money on it. Oh, I know that. You, you, you open. You did play Genshin for a little bit, and I know Jose did too. Um, but you guys were very reluctant on paying. I don't want to pay for a free-to-play game either. Like, I'll pay for like maybe like something that I need right away, but I'm not I'm like I'm not gonna pay more than what I should. You know, I'm not gonna go over the twenty dollar yeah. limit anymore. Um, game itself looks fine. It looks I mean, very pretty. It, yeah. It's a nice Genshin clone. That wasn't. That's not really a gameplay though. It's just more like a trailer. So. Well, yeah, it's the launch trailer. We'll see. We'll see when actually gameplay comes out. You know, I never trust. We'll bring up a bring up a gameplay video, John. This no, I just brought this up because fine. it's a trailer. It's it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, but you know, like the game wise, it looks pretty and everything. I'll I would try it, but I'm not gonna like go ape shit about it. I agree. Uh, don't worry. You, I mean, you don't have to bring it up, but okay. No, we do. I'll just put it on. See the hard thing. Oh, see, look at even Lazy Peon reviewed this. For those of you who don't know, Lazy Peon is my favorite MMORPG uh, game reviewer on YouTube. He's a really cool guy. He actually gives a lot of um, unbiased opinion because he was criticized for a long time for having biased opinion on games, considering he didn't play for more than like four hours. But he changed the way he played games and he played it to like level 50 in order for him to give him an actual um, opinion. Well, no, he did that for like Final Fantasy 14 and he only played for four hours and he's like, I hate this game. And it's familiar. It's not really familiar. So shut up. Um, Like, okay, they just had a gameplay. I just saw it. No, no, on the beginning, there was some gameplay. Oh, okay. He's looking at the Lazy Peon video. This is not a gameplay video. This is just his review. It's... There's character customization. Like, okay, that's... like I'm, it, it really looks like a, you know... It's your typical engine. Yeah, it yeah. Looks, it's a clone. It's not bad. It's honestly... it's I would play it it's for very a bit. Pretty. It actually doesn't look that bad. If this is a mobile it game, doesn't... I'm actually really impressed. Because I like it how... was very similar, but it wasn't open world like this looks to be. I like how sci-fi it, it mixes sci-fi with fantasy. Not a lot of games do that very well, to be completely honest. It's hard to pull that off the 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 seamless transition between them and make them blend in. Yeah. But you know, science if experiment. I didn't hate, if I didn't <laughs> science experiment, <laughs> is that the thing now? If I didn't hate gotcha games, I would give this a try. But I've already had my fair share with Genshin Impact. I'll I'll still try it. Uh, science surfboard. Science, science jump. jumping, <laughs> uh, science landscape. Yeah, I think it's Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild yeah. with like Jack and Daxter precursor legacy looks fucking steampunk shit. I would, I would try it. Looks nice. This is very. Like, this like actually said, looks really cool for a mobile game. This actually doesn't look bad. Yeah, this looks surprisingly really good. good. And mobile games have come a long way. Me- Mihoyo is actually really good about making their games, given that yeah. you know, Genshin is a gotcha, but the gameplay itself is actually really intriguing. It's fun. It's addictive enough to make people want to keep playing, keep rolling that money out yeah. just to get a character. Mm-hmm. Especially there's, the characters. 
there's nothing wrong with the gotcha system. I mean, there's so yeah, many things right. wrong with it, but, <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, there's definitely things wrong with the gotcha system. Don't no, but wrong. I'm saying like if you're the one who's spending the money, they're not the one alluring you with. I mean, they're the one. They're not the one forcing you to spend the money. You're the one for, forcing yourself to spend the money. Like, mm. you know, if oh. you only have yourself to blame for that, honestly. John, yeah. Well, I just found a new video that's actually worth throwing up here. It is a preview of an expansion. Coming out for this very game for Tower of Fantasy. It's um this game has an expansion already. Jesus. It says it says it's a preview, Tower of Fantasy's coming expansion, the city of uh Mir- Miroria, a new boss and more. It's like it's cyberpunk theme, so throw that video up. Welcome to Vera. Vera. So this is oh okay, so they have desert, your favorite oh, biome, Ryan. Hey, look, it's for spoken. Uh, who's Ryan, for listener it's a it's a game we reviewed last week um we did not review that game if i could get my hands on that game to review best believe we would fucking review. you know what i mean shut up we previewed it whatever we gave our that's first opinions that's a pyramid it's a yes. science building science pyramid it's a cyberpunk themed expansion with a huge cyberpunk based city science it, cyberpunk? visually this is a mobile game oh, look, that's at that. pretty. look at yeah. that it's already shitting on Genshin. Best believe, you listeners are missing out. You gotta wait till the video comes out to look at this. Best believe that anyone running this on an iPhone like 11 or older is gonna have a phone blow up in their hands. It's just gonna melt and cause 12 <laughs> oh, degree bur- burns that don't exist. But yeah. you're, not gonna, you're not gonna be able to play this game until the iPhone 14 Pro comes out. I know. Look at this. This this shit's on the fucking. Okay. Makes me want to reinstall Cyberpunk again. Play that again, even though I just beat it. Why Fuck. did you get rid of it? Because once I beat a game, I uninstall it. I don't want to play it anymore. I want to move on to the next one. I have like fifty in my backlog that need to get beaten. I'm not gonna replay it right away. I actually have eighty games I need to beat. So shut the fuck up, John. I'm not replaying shit when I have this big a backlog. I'm oh, dude. <laughs> If I put 50 hours in the game, I'm done. I'll come back to it in like five years. This looks pretty. I want to play it now. Although I'll come back when the Cyberpunk expansion comes out. See, I... I'm done to play it. I'll play you, it on myself if I have to. Yeah, you do that. I'm not going to... See, look at this. is beautiful. Uh, look at that fucking Neon Genesis Evangelion style shit there. Evangelion. Did he just... Evan... Evan... Evangelion. Evangelion. Oh, that's... that's how he says it. <laughs> It's Evangelion. Oh my you god. Prick. Evangelion. Um, Evangelion. So yeah, guys, that was the Tower of Fantasy video section. Now we have... Let's see what else is on the docket for today. Ah, so much. Okay. I actually just do one more. We're just going to do Ashes of Creation, John. Ashes, asses of creation. That's no what need I to go call. over Final Fantasy. Um, asses of creation. Is, I mean, uh, getting your input on the new update would be good, but uh, no, because I don't want spo- Ryan to spoil shit. <laughs> because he's already the, the main story. It's easy to talk about stuff without spoiling it. Not Ryan. Because not with me here. He's gonna look at him smiling. He's gonna fucking do it. I w- I'm not gonna do it. The fuck are you talking about? I don't believe you. I've he known has. You too long. He has business etiquette. He understands. I, I have business etiquette. That's right. He's not being paid, so that's not going to convince him. <laughs> anyway, you never, 
pay me for shit. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. See? No, I've paid you for dinner. Like, when we've, you know, had to split the bill and pay one person. Yeah. You're not paying for my dinner. You're paying for yourself, you prick. No, I paid for the tip. I put some for the tip. The group tip. <laughs> oh, my God. That doesn't count. I don't give a shit. All right. So, for listeners that don't know what Ashes of Creation is and new people. Ash of Creation was born from a man who wanted to create a spectacular MMO. He played he played Arcage. He actually swiped and paid like I think 50k Ew. and he took over Ew. the entire New Start server, thus buying out all of the big guilds and controlling all the content because he didn't want he wanted to stop PvP in the game and that pissed off everybody. And I know Ew. this because Couple of my friends I used to play Arcade with went to that server and experienced that very event. But and that guy he joked about it in like a live stream said, Yeah, you know, I played Arcade, I did this, and said, Wow, all right, asshole. But he's creating this game that seems to be in development hell. I say development hell because it's cursed with feature creep, just like Star Citizen is, meaning they keep saying this is an alpha. It this this game, this game was announced a very long time ago when i originally um was playing you know arcade back then this was announced 2014 yeah 2014 oh i'm just throwing it out there because i'm thinking about a that i that's developmental hell post announcement i actually have to look this up (laughs) when did it get announced It, it said it got it well they had a beta in 2018 no sorry it was announced around like 2016 i believe i don't have an actual date but i remember around that time that's that's a long time for a fucking mmo you know and they're still in an alpha come on they've made so much money off of kickstarter but i originally didn't want to play this because he fucked up the arcade thing so i didn't trust him and then i didn't want to play it because it had a limited skill set but like this trailer that we're about to show you it actually but not for the listeners for the viewers it's actually going to have a pretty cool comment. In this game, it's supposed to be open world sandbox. You're supposed to be able to actually run around and build your own town in three stages from tents to full-on cities. And what's cool is you can have opposing factions come up to your city, raise it to the ground, and take over your land. That, in my opinion, is a aspect of the open world pvp and just sandbox games in general that we don't actually see very often bdo kind of slightly touched on that with node wars however node wars don't actually they benefit you money wise but they don't serve a a, any other purpose besides that if you control a city you can't go anywhere near that fucking city if you're in an opposing guild like you're not going to go if this is World War II, you're not going to go anywhere near a fucking Japanese camp unless you're going to die or shoot them. If you're just a civilian, you're not going to go anywhere near there. But in BDO, in Node Wars, it doesn't fucking matter. In Ashes of Creation, it fucking matters. The people are going to see what faction you're in, and they're going to try to kill you because you're not welcome in the city. So it gives you an incentive to team up and go after the opposing faction's territory. So let's take a look right now at the Ashes of Creation official official alpha one teaser trailer because they haven't really put out any new alpha videos since then besides hour long let's plays so this is done on unreal engine three four. no four i believe yeah i saw definitely I not saw, five i saw 
the g gameplay for this. Look at this. It's 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 visually gorgeous. I just hate that it's still an alpha. And these guys actually made a battle royale version of their game, which I know is stupid. But if no for the that. listeners that can't see, no, it it is. Um, for listeners that can't see, we're seeing several random magical creatures, dragons. We're seeing a throne room, all this cool-looking armor, another dragon, and like a very mushroomy background, an ice dragon, a fire dragon, science a guy picking a rock, science, science project, rock. fishing, hey Ryan, science fishing, log chopping, Terraria. <laughs> Look at this is the building system: tents, better tents, to tent. a full city. Tell me what other game has that where you can build a full fucking city from the ground up. Nothing. That's incredible. With thousands of players online at the same time. And you have to trade between cities that you have peace with. That's incredible. So it's you like take mounts. Yeah. In, in a way, uh, well, no, you don't capture animals. And look at this. This is, you know, multiplayer. Thank you. There are hundreds of people doing a raid, fighting field bosses. I'm more, this, in, huh? I'm more into like the hybrid sandbox, not the full-on sandbox, just because like there's a PvP aspect that I don't really enjoy. Like, they can just, like, no, I understand. Yeah. Well, is this something you'd play though? I question, no. sorry, probably not. Okay, I I like, would give I, this a try for sure. I I know the hype behind it, but I think this is one of the game actually I wouldn't try just because. I'm not really into that style. It's kind of like Albion in a way. Something. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I just I'm not really into it. Uh, just because it's open world, I like it, but it's just too open world where like people can just kill people randomly. Yeah. Uh, this is not for me, in in terms of like the gameplay wise. Well, for me. Uh, I mean, listeners should know at this point. I'm always looking. I'm always looking out for the next big MMO because I still haven't found the next. I burned myself out playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. I burned myself out playing fucking Arcade, BDO, and Final Fantasy 14. Now I'm, you know, I thought it was going to be Lost Ark, but all, all my friends stopped playing that, which is unfortunate because it's a great game. It's just. There's only so much you could do before it gets super repetitive and you're just like, I don't want to yeah. do anything anymore. Like, all, all you have to do is the chaos runs and then the harder level bosses. But there's some things in this game that it's like I would enjoy doing like I do in Final Fantasy 14, which is, you know, the side, the life skill activities like you see here, like chopping trees, building, crafting, you know, stuff like that. I personally enjoy the calming mm. aspects. Mm -hmm. I, I know uh, if this is PvP driven, I, then I may mm. rethink it because I, I feel like it might be PvP driven. But if if there's there's clearly a huge PvE aspect because you can go after those gigantic dragons in the game. You can do other things other than PvP. So I personally will give it a chance and see where that goes. Whenever the hell this releases. Um, I just hope, you know, it releases. <laughs> yeah. I just hope it, it fucking releases. My biggest concern with this game, just looking at the trailer, is having all these people on screen at the same time. Like how they're going to have to have some really massive server structure to be able to accommodate that many people yeah. online at one single time. If you saw that, um, that part where they were running into the room, there was at least yeah. 100 people in a small section of an area. 
That's going to burn yeah. through most 30, 80, 30, 90 graphics cards, like instantly processing everything. You're going to yeah. hurt and you're going to burn your PC. So, well, I wouldn't say that because Black Desert Online, you know, before I saw it before and after they did their remaster, the remaster fixed, you know, optimized a lot of graphics and I, I, I was able to PVP on my 1070. Now I have a 3080, but on the 1070, I would do Guild Wars where there's like a hundred fucking people and I would drop from I would go from 50 frames to about 30 frames and the game would still look pretty and there would be like 200 people on screen at the same time and I would die instantly because you know the mages they just send a fucking meteor and it kills everybody and I'm usually like a melee person but that's besides the point what I'm trying to say is they've gotten better at doing it so I hope they've figured out how to do it because this is on Unreal Engine 5. So that's going to be even more fucking demanding and shit. Yeah. 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 So I hope, I mean, it, it seems like it is. They're very ambitious. They're trying to become the biggest game and shit. And oh, now you're playing the biome. This is another, this is definitely something Ryan won't play because your, your most hated biome. Uh, fucking desert. It doesn't look you know, that I, bad. It's I can not, understand. It's not he, the war. It's not scorched earth. He he never played that. Oh. He doesn't like desert, be and I can understand why. I don't like it either because there's nothing in a desert. It's just sand and dead things. Like well, there's an animal. To right me, there. for me, <laughs> I like the snow. The snow is more appealing to the eye than a desert. Yeah. Snow is blinding. Because you're blind. Just use sunglasses. I don't like that. That's not how it See, works. See, there's a character riding a snail as a mount. No, it is. That's what that's what snowboarders do. They have sunglasses. Mutated anteaters. I saw that. That's a snail with legs? You saw that, right? Yeah. Look, that's a snail with fucking legs. You know how you know how in Elden Ring you fuck? get your you get your like goat horse? We called it a gorse. That's a snorse. The oh yeah, that one, yeah. The gorse. The gorse is great. The gorse is Torrent. Torrent, right? Torrent, yeah. yeah. That's a snorse. That has to be the most unique mount I've ever seen. I never thought that would be a thing. What the it's fuck? It's kind of more disturbing, because I don't know where those legs go when it sits down. It just goes, what it, ah, I don't like things with mouths. I, 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 I like hate women. creatures like with mouths. <laughs> like no. women. There's this... There's this creature in Final Fantasy XIV, I'm gonna throw it up in the edit, that has like 10 different mouths. It is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. A Marlboro? It fucking gives... No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Marlboro has one. There, it's it's like a variation of it. Where it has... You Marlboro. haven't seen it yet because you haven't gotten into uh, Shadowbringers. It's still uh, a Marlboro. I'll no, it's not. Mutated Marlboro. Eldarin has some pretty disturbing fucking monsters. If you wanna see it. Oh, fucking... yeah. The hand monsters. They the hand monsters, suck. like hand monsters, are my worst nightmare. I oh, gave me fucking six. goosebumps. The first time I saw one, I wanted to run. My character was <sighs> more than strong goosebumps. enough to kill them, but I wanted to run. Yeah. I don't have this fucking screenshot of it. I have to find them. I will find them in Final Fantasy fourteen for you and send a picture. But, anywho, um. I guess that's all mm. we have to say on Ashes of Creation. It looks really good. And we're actually coming up towards the end of our podcast for tonight. We actually oh, pretty no. long. Yeah, I know. You should 
You should play Nexus Kingdom of the Wind with me. No, that's you, you don't play have that. You, have you seen that game? No, no, we're not. John, going put there. it up. It's going up. No. The guest has guest privileges. What's wow. it called? Nexus what? Kingdom, Kingdom of, of the, the Winds. Wind. Oh, there it is. This shit is fucking. <laughs> what is IMVU? Fucking shit. So fucking. 1996 MMO. What is this? This is beautiful. This is the weebiest shit I've ever seen. This reminds me of Maple's story. You are stroking his dick so hard right now. This shit is fucking ugly. Well, at the time, at 1996, it was pretty good. Uh, Yeah, when when our eyes. And our there. eyes didn't. Oh my god! That. Can the squirrels? They can get the nut, the acorn from them to get some skills. Yeah, I want squirrel nut. That's what I want. Uh huh. Skip to the middle of the video. You're like in the first three minutes. Skip, skip, skip. Trying to find something that's not all conversation. For for you for you listeners that are getting this part, look at that. This is a game from 1996. It's very. It's you know 16 bit pixels. Very old, and oh my god, this is just ugly. I can't really describe it. It's Look not ugly. It. It's actually really well done for a game from nineteen. Then you fucking it, producer. Can you I'm imagine? Like... This is the game at the same time when it first came out, along with like, is it uh, what Final Fantasy Seven? No, it's earlier. 96. Earlier than oh, that. It, it was one year before seven. I think seven came yeah. out in nineteen ninety-seven. And think about it. Like you're already online. Playing with other people, it's an yeah. MMO like fully developed in 1996. And in terms Before, of graphics, it's basically on the level of Super Nintendo games, even above. It was. Look at the. De- there's actual definition yeah. in that that uh, tree right there. Yeah, there's a definition. Like yeah. this is this is at a time when dial-up was still a thing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and you play MMO, this kind of MMO in a dial-up, All right? And then they already have like a full-on quest system going on. Not quest system, but like sandbox, not uh, sandbox hybrid idea going on and trading and all that stuff. Like, you know, at the time it was good. Trying to see what other games were out the realm on. Okay, yeah. So they all look like that. All these games, all the MMOs look like even 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 Ultima Online looked like this, but it wasn't weeby and it was kind of better. So. Yeah, I mean, of course, this is like the Asian version, right? Like the other one is like the West <laughs> yeah. European. So, like in Asia, yeah. this is what you get. Yeah. Because in a dial-up, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna be able to fucking play an American server from Asia. No, it's no, impossible. It's no. So this is what we get, and look, look, a bunch of monsters just fighting, and I don't even real, know how you... Oh, gee. There's like magic right there. And your magic is based on the deity that you praise. Like if you praise a white tiger, your magic is all lightning. If you praise a white uh, like a turtle, your magic is all ice. So it's you know no one no one's all element. You just all your magic or attack is based on the deity you praise. Mm. So if you're if you're a swordsman praising the turtle, your sword is like all ice elemental attack stuff like that. So everybody's different. Well, I'm sure it would have been fun when I, if I was younger and I played it when I was six. I don't know. Yeah, if I was younger too, I would still have fun with it, but it's old. Yeah. The, the, the but, official server is still running, though. It but must be because it's talking about J. Cole. I don't think J. Cole was around in the fucking 90s. J. Cole was born in 1985, dumbass. So technically he was around. 
scrub. But we are running into the clock here, so we're going to have to cut it here for today for the MMO episode. MMO. This is the first in I don't know how many episodes. I'll do however many that I like about MMOs and shit. I'll keep you guys updated. I want to thank you, Ryan. Mm, for you. coming here and talking with me because you know about as much about MMOs as I do, more than most people. And thank you, John, for being producer and bouncing ideas and stoofing back and forth. I do um, try. I do try. Yes. I don't know when the, what the next episode's topics are going to be. We're still working on that, guys, for the normal podcast. You know, the um, Elden Ring? No, no we, we did an Elden Ring episode. It was actually ah. the, it was actually our series, or our channel's first episode. It was our Elden Ring review. So yeah. for those of you who haven't listened to it yet, y'all can go check. back on all podcast services and check it out. Check, yes. check it out in the link down below here. Check this episode down. should be up probably on Saturday, not Friday. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, and I will do my best to make the video version look even cooler. So there's that. But check on the link below. No, nope, right that's here. all the time we have for today. Thank you for stopping by <laughs> and here. listening to us ramble and rant. Again, this is for the Geeks Gamecast, where once every other week we get together and talk about just about anything we can think of. We have a link tree that you can click down, down below there, below the video. Right here. For, the, for you viewers. Yeah. Right between my fingers. Right, right here. Between his nipples. Yes. That will give you <laughs> our YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and access to the other podcasts as well. Um, for those of you who aren't subscribed, you can get the podcast when it goes up the very next day on your favorite podcast apps. And also, we now have a Patreon. We're not asking for anything. It is literally just there in case you guys feel like supporting us for the $1 tier. We'll add some more eventually, but for right now, it's just $1 for a big thank you for giving us support. Again, support Ryan, we're not asking. It's just there. No, support, support Ryan, Ryan mostly. So you can find us at those links in... The link tree for me specifically for Seeger. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Seeger plays. Instagram is at Seeger VFX or at Seeger plays. And my Twitter is at Seeger plays. Ryan, do you have any last words to say? So my Instagram is, <laughs> I don't have any public shit. Nope. I, I, I do. I do stream my, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash kunumkzop and <laughs> for those of you that can't phonetically spell that out in your heads we'll put it in the description for oh yeah yeah he's clever with that naming nomenclature but anyway until next time guys game like you mean it <laughs>